Well, hello again. This is uh, Side Effects, um, fourth issue, fourth episode, whatever you want to call it. Um, I guess today uh, we've been kind of leaning on the uh, virus um, issue. So uh, let's talk about the issue from another angle. Um, let's talk about the issue from... The angle of uh, polite conversation. Um, I mean, we all engage in it. You know, we all engage in that. Those little snippets, you know, you see a coworker in the hall and you say hi, and you don't really know that coworker, but you don't want to be rude. So you just, you know, in passing, both of you nod or hi or whatever. You know, um, one of the. Uh, one of the things we do, though, is, um, you know, how you doing? Um, we ask each other how you doing. Now, do we really want to know how each other are doing? We really not want to know the ins and outs, the guts, you know? I mean, do I want to hear that you had a mental breakdown last week and uh, you needed to be put on uh, psychotropic medication? <coughs> in order to level out the uh, imbalanced chemicals in your brain. Um, no, we don't want to know that. Um, I know there's probably a few of you out there disagreeing with me now. It's like, no, I ask sincerely, and I want to know. I really, really do. And um, I don't find that to be true. I mean, if you don't believe me when I say that, then uh, the next time someone you know asks you innocently enough how you're doing in an aisle at Walmart or something, answer them honestly. I mean, tell them for real. Explain to that innocent and polite person, that human being before you, that you're just beginning to feel human again. Explain to them that last week you ate a chicken dinner and you got salmonella. Continue to explain that you spent three days with all your exits opening. Add that you had a few that you previously were unaware of. Explain that those three days of horror, every 15 minutes, you rose and staggered to the bathroom, not really certain which part of your body you were going to put into the toilet first. You eventually came up with a system where sitting on the toilet... As your body purged every drop of water you'd ever seen or heard spoken of out of your ass. And also into a small garbage can in your hands, usually reserved for Kleenex and the like, became your daily routine. I mean, every 15 minutes. Then you slogged into the, into the kitchen and you drank a glass of water. Because you knew, number one, that you just purged all the water from your body. And you also knew that you were doing it again in 14 minutes. And you had to do that circle. Because it took you a minute to get from the bathroom to the sink. Um, you could tell them of days after that assault. You could tell them the... Uh, the days where you were trying to eat chicken soup in small quantities because that's all you could manage to retain in your body. And even those small quantities were acquired in terribly small bursts over short, like long periods of time. Explain this 
as they fall to the floor in horror, one hand propelling them backwards in an attempt to crawl away from you in this moment, and the other hand up in front of their face as if holding a crucifix to ward off some demonic presence. Follow them as they slide backwards down that aisle on the floor and continue your onslaught by explaining the various fluids that escaped those previously unknown orifices you discussed. Well, you, well, they reach out and they grab a pair of scissors off the display next to them and try to stab themselves in the heart. They try to slash their wrists. They try to end this conversation and any knowledge of you with it. End this whole nightmare for them by asking them politely, how was your day? See where they go from there. Um, you know, those people will be horrified that you went there. Um, they don't want the truth. They don't want you to speak the truth. Um, they didn't want to know it. Um, they wanted the polite reply. They wanted the expected reply, which is we're all fine. You know, I'm doing fine. Hubby's doing fine. Timmy's doing fine. Um, Kimmy got an A. Um, in science, that's what they want to hear. Because they're going to go and take that information, and they're going to play town crier. They're going to report that information to everybody they see. Well, I saw Betty the other day, and she's just doing fine. I mean, she said the hubby's fine, and you know, and um, she said Timmy got an A in science, but I don't think she knows Timmy that well. I think that Timmy, that Timmy's a bit of a problem child. I know that my Jason's sad, and that's how it's going to go. Okay, they want the politeness. They don't want, they don't want the reality of the world. They don't want your reality. They don't want my reality. They don't want their reality. They don't want that moment of introspection where they have to look into themselves and the possibility that this world holds for them. Um, the bottom line is that uh, nobody really wants to know. They don't want to know their neighbor for real. Um, I mean. When I was young, it was even, you know, it was even more protected. Um, you know, we never taught politics and religion. We never said, I didn't know the politics and religion of anybody around me. Um, my mother always taught me that it didn't matter. So I never asked and never cared. If I found out that somebody wasn't what I was raised to be, I was raised to be Catholic, unfortunately. Um, you know, and if I found out somebody wasn't Catholic, the first thing I did was just go, wow, what does that mean? You know, like, do you have another God? Is there another thing going on? Do you, what do you do? You know, how come it's so weird? Why don't you have Christmas, you Jewish person? Um, you know, I mean, I was taught to be curious, but nowadays we're taught to be horrified. So we don't even ask. We're telling you, you know, I don't want to know your politics because if I know your politics, going to have to hate you. I don't want to know your religion. If I know your religion, I'm going to have to hate you. I don't want to know your stance on this social issue or that social issue. I'm going to have to hate you. Um, you know, we, we paint ourselves in a corner, so we don't want to know the truth. We don't want to know reality. We don't want to know anything about your very existence, especially the fact that you have, you know, salmonella, <coughs> which causes a whole host of issues. Um, 
you know. So what do we do about that? Um, well, we don't do much of anything outside of create our own little echo chambers. We create our own. I mean, I know when I make this podcast, if I talk seriously or if I talk ridiculous, it doesn't really matter because no one's listening. I mean, in fact, talking ridiculous is easier because it's sort of a little protest against reality. You know, I mean, it's not like you're going to pay attention anyway. It's not like there's it's not like there's some white supremacist out there waiting to hear my podcast because he's going to have an epiphany. He's going to go down and get all of his all of his wonderful 88 cats, um, you know, removed from his body. Those three percenter cats, whatever cats he's got that and denote his his belief that the white race is the superior one. Going to divorce that woman he's married who considers herself a breeder for the white race. And he's going to go off and save the world. He's going to move into a, a, an inner city school district and he's going to become a teacher of minority children, um, saving them from the horrors of the white supremacists and the system in general. And that's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. I mean, the people who find who tune into this and find me even remotely amusing are probably going to be liberals, are probably going to be, you know, people with a sense of humor and an open, you know, uh, an ability to listen to something and not take it all that fucking seriously because I don't take anything all that fucking seriously. I mean, I don't even take this virus that seriously in spite of the fact that I am holed up in the house following the rules, following the guidelines, um, you know, and I don't, I, I can honestly say, I don't want to sit and watch the news channel and see, you know, well, Susie was this and she was uh, that and she, you know, struggled and she wanted to be an EMT and da, 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 and she died of COVID-19. I don't want to see those reports. I mean, I know they're there and um, I, I'm saddened by them. I, I, I don't want, you know, I'm not ignoring them because, of any other reason than I know they're there in massive quantities and I sort of get annoyed at the media for throwing them in your face because um, they're not throwing them in your face out of some altruistic, you know, behavior. They're throwing them in your face for ratings. Um, you know, look, we care and tossing them in my face. Um, I get it, you know, and I'm, one of those people also. I mean, there's, what is that? The Sarah McLaughlin song. Uh, um, and they flash all those pets by me that have been abused by humans. And I get appalled by that commercial. I can't watch that commercial. I'm not the only one who's ever said that. But that commercial tears my soul up. I mean, I have to change the channel sometimes because I just can't watch it. And it's not Sarah. I mean, it's the puppies and the kittens and and these these animals that had no choice they were they were abused by humanity and they had no say in it and that is just sad um you know i don't like to see children abused um for the same reason they don't have a say in it i mean but you show me some you know you show me some show where some adults or you know uh, like last night we watched show I can't remember what the name of it was, but it was basically about these people who had bought these exotic pets. And clearly, according to each one of the stories we watch, they didn't know how to handle them. You know, you buy tigers 
you don't know anything about tigers. You're learning as you go. And you pet the tiger and you think he's friendly and stuff. And then one day, tigers have a murder button like all cats. And you hit the murder button and the tiger kills you. Now, I'm not going to weep for you. I'm going to laugh at you because you were dumb. You bought something you shouldn't have. Never, ever should have. Yes, it's pretty. Keep it over there, away from you, and look at it. Take pictures of it, whatever you want to do. Do not own it. Do not put it in your backyard. Do not bring it into your living room. Um, it is a wild animal capable of killing you. Um, I used to own a snake, a, a boa constrictor, and I knew I did research about that snake. I understood the snake. Um, I'm not even going to claim to you that I'm different, but I wasn't those people. I wasn't the stupid person. I wasn't the person thinking this snake isn't going to get this big. I wasn't the person who thought we could do this with the snake and we could do that with the snake and I could just let it roam the house. No, the snake had, there were rules in dealing with the snake. The rules were never violated, ever. You don't violate the rules. You keep the snake the way the snake needs to be kept. I wasn't one to go and buy 14 poisonous snakes because they're cool. Yeah, they're kind of cool. Over there. Keep them over there. Take pictures of them. So I, 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 if you bring it on yourself and you're an adult and you're a thinking, supposedly thinking anyway, human being, then I'm not going to feel for you. I'm not going to fill your GoFundMe page with money. Um, if you're a puppy or a kitten, I want them all. I want to save them all so I can't watch the commercial because I don't have enough money to save them all. That's a Bill Gates job. That's a Bono from you too. They can go save them all. Um, if they want to call me up and uh, ask me to play guitar on their next commercial, I'll be happy to do it. Anyway, that's today's rant. So, hope you enjoyed it. This is Side Effects Episode 4. Bye-bye.